0: Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tricia. On today's episode, we are going to talk about what excuses are you using to not achieve exactly what you want to achieve. We've all been there where we've been thinking about doing something for your health that you've been really wanting to do. So maybe for you, it was taking a new class or going for a walk or Trying to figure out how to manage this chronic stress that you may always be feeling and feeling like there must be a better way that you need to explore in figuring out how to do that. Or maybe you finally want to sit down and read that book that you've been putting off for the last six months. But then something comes up and then you just aren't able to do the one thing that you had planned to do, that you felt would probably make you feel better and that was a priority to you. And oftentimes there ends up being feelings associated with that, like being annoyed or stressed or angry or resentful. Has that ever happened to you? As women, we have so many responsibilities thrown at us that it often seems impossible to take time for ourselves. We barely make it through our necessary daily task let alone do something extra that will actually help us meet our needs, make us feel good, let alone do the things that, we, that we've that we been really wanting to do for the last couple of months that prioritize our health, wellness, or self-care goals. And I think as women sometimes, despite our best intentions when it comes to making health changes, we often end up at the bottom of our own to-do list. And you know, it's sometimes I feel like it's so hard to even get through your normal everyday activities that health kind of slips down to the bottom of the barrel and we end up putting everybody else's needs above our own, even before our own health. Because as women, we're taught to take care of other people too, right? Like, and so you might find yourself in a, in a space or a time in your life where you're taking care of somebody else. Maybe you're taking care of your kiddos your partners a family member, people in the community that need help, um, maybe you're really trying to make a name for yourself in your job, and you feel like you need to be present in order to do that, or maybe even you're just taking care of pets, and so all of those things and all those priorities of taking care of other people put you at the bottom of your own priority list. And, you know, you you may be hearing all this stuff and we talk about it on here too, of this idea of making time for self-care. So maybe you know that you need to make time for self-care, maybe you even think you're making more time for self-care than you actually are, but somehow, you know, it feels like You're able to do it, but then you're not able to do it for a longer period of time. I know for myself, sometimes I get in these jags where I think I'm taking pretty good care of myself and then I'm like, oh wait, I'm not doing nearly as much as I thought I am, or I'm still over-prioritizing other people above myself. And maybe that kind of rings true for you too. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this topic today is just to kind of really kind of explore this, this idea a little bit more of trying to figure out what's kind of getting in your way that, you know, that you know that you're supposed to be, well, I hate saying it's supposed to be, but you know that you hear all this stuff that making self-care a priority is something that you know that is important, but somehow it feels out of reach for you. And maybe it just feels like something that other women are, are able to achieve, but you aren't able to achieve, not now. And maybe it's something you'll do later. And so I wanted to talk about some ideas about like, you know, some of the underlying beliefs that maybe under, that might be, um, happening and trying to figure out if there's some solutions that may be helpful for you in trying to get to the bottom of this. So why do we do this as women? Why do we? Why do we put other people first? Why do we not do the very things that will help us be the people that we want to be? Do the things that we want to achieve? Well, it seems to be, and we're all going to have different reasons for why we do this. But I'm going to kind of go through some of the more, um, some of the more common ones, and then why I want to go through some of these is because then we can really dig a little bit more into how if any of these things are holding you back, then how to dig a little deeper and, you know, kind of come up with something that will help you get to, or just become a little bit more self-aware so that you can start having this idea that first you're deserving of putting yourself first and then how to make some practical steps and how to make that happen. So for women, and I, I think women bear a different responsibility than men and this is an over generalization, but as women, I think there are some pretty unique reasons that we put ourselves last and Some of the most common reasons, and I think this is a big one the first one is that there is this like generational pool that we watch our moms and our grandmothers put our put themselves last and put other people first and I think a lot of times we're kind of taught that. You're supposed to do this, that like this identity of being a woman, a wife, a mother, whatever it is for you, that we're supposed to take care of other people and that maybe someone else's needs were more important than your own. And this could be something that could be cultural. There's a lot of different ideas behind this. But to put it simply, that we've watched our moms do it and our grandmothers and, you know, their moms and grandmothers before them. And it's just been something that's perceived that women are going to be the caregivers, um, whether that's for your aging parents or for your kiddos or for other people. But it's just kind of this like obligation that comes from generations previously. Another is, is that you don't want to disappoint or let someone down and that you are willing to disappoint yourself or let yourself down because maybe you've been doing it for a really long time and you've been accustomed to it and you are afraid to set boundaries and maybe it's easier to let yourself down and it's harder for you to say no to other people than it is to, to do for yourself. Another is, is that there may be this like feeling that you're really selfish if you put your needs first. And even if you really want to do something, you don't want to be perceived or have this perception that you are a selfish woman. So you continue to put other people first and you put yourself at the bottom because you don't want that title of being selfish. You could be at it, at a time in your life where you are in this zone of stress that you can't even see the forest from the trees, and I know that we've all been there, and that you're in a time in your life that it feels impossible to slow down or do something different. In my own life, I've had this when my son was little, and I felt like his needs were so much more of a priority than my own because... He needed his basic needs met and I felt like I needed to give that to him more than myself. And I feel like also in times where maybe you're in like a career change and that is a big priority for you, that maybe that stress is so overwhelming that it's hard to then put yourself first. Or you could be in a space that you're caregiving for your parents and all of that just becomes so overwhelming that That's your priority, and you can't see or manage to figure out how you're going to take care of yourself during that. Maybe you formed a relationship where you did everything for the other person, and now it feels like it's too much, but you don't know how to change that relationship. And you've created this dynamic where the other people are ahead of you, and you will always be at the bottom. Or maybe putting yourself first is part of your identity it's what makes you feel worthy or enough and you know there's other reasons too that maybe you're avoiding doing something new because it's going to make you feel uncomfortable or scared and that's a way that it kind of puts you at the bottom because you don't you're you're more you know accustomed to feeling feeling comfortable that you would rather stay at the bottom because you don't want to feel uncomfortable. You want to feel comfortable. And I think there's a lot of us, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of times, there are a lot of different things in our lives that we're more comfortable changing than others. And perhaps you're in a place where your health is not something that's comfortable for you to change at this time. Or maybe you feel like you can, you can handle something more than somebody else. And so you're going to sacrifice your time, your health, because you know how to do it. You've been doing it for so long and it's okay. So why I want to talk about these kind of different thoughts that you may be thinking is that part of the process of creating any change, but on this podcast, a health change means digging into why you're not achieving your goals. And some of those underlying thoughts and beliefs play a part in that. And so oftentimes, we will say like, oh, I'm just not motivated enough. And we use all these other excuses that get in the way of really like covering up what's really going on and digging into like the root of why you're not achieving your goals. I think sometimes it can be something as simple as like, you know, change this, do this. But I feel like when, when I talk to patients and clients and from my own self, there usually is something a lot deeper that's going on than just, Hey, do this. Because if it were that simple, we would all be doing it. Right. And I think that it isn't that simple. And I think maybe digging a little bit deeper into some of the beliefs or the thoughts that you have may actually be more helpful for you than just giving some action items, which I will do too, but you know I think sometimes when you're relying on motivation and you're relying on other external things there there's this huge variant of you know how we feel and what we do we all know what to do we all are really smart and there, and yet even though we know what to do we're not doing it and so my suspicion is that if you're in a place like that then there's something bigger going on there's something that is at the root of this that we're not going to solve today but I just want you to start becoming aware of and just trying to dig a little deeper into what that root is because what that really does is it frees you from it frees you from blaming yourself you know and holding yourself hostage to the beliefs that you have and it also takes away some of that like Judgment and shame that you may be having about that you're unmotivated, that you're lazy, because I suspect there's something bigger going on here. And again, I think what happens is that you hold yourself in this dynamic that will never let you go and achieve the things you want to do if you don't do this exploration. And, you know, I think a lot of us feel so comfortable in these feelings of unworthiness and not being enough, that it kind of feels comfortable. And so we never really explore the idea that maybe you are enough and maybe you are deserving and maybe that you can have all the things that you really want, including your health. And why do you have to be the one that suffers, right? And so I think that for a lot of women, when something feels hard, it's a natural response to start making up reasons or expressing excuses why you can't do something. I do it all the time. And a lot of times I'm not even aware of it until I dig deeper. And that's usually with the help of my therapist or just doing a little bit more of introspection. And so sometimes I think it's easier to find reasons why, why you don't do something rather than facing the discomfort of actually doing it. And so that's what this is about is like, trying to figure out what excuses you're using to to not make the health changes that you want. And so we're going to talk about some of the common excuses or the common barriers or reasons that women use when it comes to not achieving or taking their health as seriously that they want. And I want you to remember that some of the things we just talked about some of the feelings that you may be having the deeper feelings. Um are going to be present probably, but they're manifesting itself as excuses that we're going to talk about right now. And remembering with all of these excuses, really trying to figure out what the actual root of the excuse is, what the belief is underlying. So so thinking about like, you know, when we go through these excuses, are you someone who doesn't want to disappoint others? Are you someone who has this belief that it's selfish to put yourself first and that other people, if they need help, you need to stop what you're doing to help them. Are you in a place that you're not able to manage a new change? Are you, um, Do you feel like it's part of your identity to put your other people first and to not have that worth and value? So think about these things for your own life when we talk about these excuses. So the first excuse is lack of time. And I believe that this is probably a really big one. I use this one all the time and I usually have to dig pretty deep to really figure this one out. So perhaps lack of time is your favorite as is mine. Now, there's no denying that women juggle multiple responsibilities. We juggle work and caregiving and household chores and more. And it can make it really challenging to prioritize self-care and health when there is only so many hours in the day and you have a lot to achieve and there's a lot of expectations on you. But I want you to ask yourself here, like, are you really busy to do the thing that you really you know, to, to kind of start making those small changes towards the bigger goal that you want. Are you really too busy or is, is that masking something else that you just don't want to do? Or do you believe that you need to do something else and put someone else before yourself? So digging into the root here is going to really just let you know of like, is it, is the problem really that you don't have time or is the problem that Is the problem something deeper than that? And so for instance, if we're talking about weight loss, that is probably the number one goal of every single person that listens to this podcast is weight loss. I really want to lose weight. I really want to take my health a priority, but yet so few of us actually achieve that. And so is it because of the time, because you all know what to do, you all have the knowledge there, but I want you to figure out like, do you actually not have time during the day? Is it time is the issue or is there something bigger? And the reason why I need you to answer that question is because what you do is going to depend on what your answer to that is. If it's a bigger issue that like, you don't feel like you're worthy and you don't know that you can do it and you're scared that maybe you're going to fail again. Well, if I'm giving you advice on how to manage your time, that's not going to matter because that's not really why you're not doing it, right? But if it's indeed a time issue that you really don't have the time, then you're gonna do something different. So if it's a time issue for you, I want to remind you that we all have the same amount of time each day and you need to figure out what your priority is. And if you really want something to happen, you are really probably going to have to reprioritize your time and stop doing something that is taking so much of your time and really start making or putting an emphasis on the things that and the time that you have to do the things that you want. And so ways that you would do that is to make time part of your, you know, to make that habit or that thing you want to achieve, achieve part of your routine. You want to schedule it and make yourself a priority. You want to take out either a planner or maybe you use um, google calendar and right now schedule the time that you're going to do something that is really important to you and setting boundaries around your time so prioritizing your time putting it as valuable as as it should be in your life making it the number one thing that you want to do and putting boundaries around your time so not working through You know, if you want to meal prep or you want to go for a walk, not working through that, making sure that it's scheduled and that you're prioritizing the way that you really want and knowing that, you know, that even doing little things will get you to your goals. So even if you can only take a 10 minute walk, you can still do that and get the, and achieve the results that you want, um, that even those little bouts of activity or the little bouts of changes that you're making towards your health are gonna go a long way when it comes to the bigger picture if you're able to do that consistent consistently and consistently being the goal here. And that if time is really something that you're struggling with and you don't think that there's anything else going on, that really trying to figure out where you spend your time and maybe even doing a time study, which is pretty intensive, but really going through a place that you're digging into Every part of your day from, you know, one o'clock to two o'clock, what are you doing? Listing all the things that you do during that time from, you know, and really kind of doing that throughout your whole day, writing down time ranges and then writing down all of the things that you do during that time. And that could be eating or going to the bathroom or when you're on social media, when you're on the phone, because the idea behind a time study is To help you see where you spend your time and help identify a place where you may be able to recover some time. So if time is an excuse that you're using, trying to like implement some of these strategies. If you believe that time is really something that is the root of the problem and the excuse behind not doing what you're doing. Um, okay. Another excuse is something always comes up during the day that prevents you from doing it. So trying to dig into this and figure out like, is that the root? Is it really something that's coming up or are you making things come up during your day? Because you don't want to do that one thing. And by the way, there's no judgment in this because, you know, I do all these things too. So I think we're human. We all do this. And maybe there's a lot of excuses that we use. And this is not meant to be judgment or to provide judgment. It's just to like you know, it's just to dig in and allow you to have a little bit more self awareness of what's going on. Because I think again, it's freeing to know like, am I doing this? Am I making excuses or am I just really afraid? Because then you can act accordingly and do the things that you want to do and stop blaming yourself. So it's, it's meant to be a way that frees you from the blame and the, um, the shame and all the things that you're telling yourself that may actually not be true. So just kind of creating some awareness, um, about your beliefs around this to really dig in deep. So trying to figure out is something really come up, coming up during the day, or do you just not want to do it? That that's maybe, Maybe you need to reevaluate your goal. Maybe you need to make it into a smaller step that feels a little bit more doable. And if something keeps getting up, if, if this is really, you you believe 100% that this is what's going on, that something's coming up, I believe you. I think as women, we do lots of different things, but maybe there's some strategies to help in that. Like If too many things are getting in the way, then do whatever you want to do to achieve your health goals first thing in the morning before anything gets in the way. Or schedule it, or try to figure out if there's time periods during the day that you have a little bit more free time that you're able to make it more of a priority, and that will prevent you from from getting in the way again. Maybe you need to find an alternate task when you're so that you're able to achieve some part of your goal when something gets in the way, and that way you will feel like you did something rather than nothing at all. So. If you've told yourself that you're going to go walk outside but now it's raining and or snowing and you can't do it. Well then maybe you have an alternative that you can do indoors that'll help you get through that goal. Or maybe if you told yourself like I'm going to eat a certain way today and you, you don't or you find it impossible because something is getting in the way and you're stuck in the office and you can't get out, then maybe you find an alternative of a meal that represents something that you would eat that you think looks healthy to you. So if, that's the, if this is the underlying excuse, try, there are alternatives to help you get through that. And so just kind of being aware of what that excuse is. I suspect this is a really big one for most of us as women and men too, that it's really your beliefs that are holding you back, that, you know, women in general, and maybe men too have this identity of putting themselves last, which is normalized. And maybe that expectation of you having to do all these other things has become part of who you are as part of your identity. And maybe you don't feel worthy of putting yourself first because all these other people have to go first before you sometimes that will present itself as feeling unmotivated um you know not doing the things that you want to do some of the beliefs that you may have that are holding you back maybe that you feel unworthy that you don't feel like you're enough you don't feel motivated you can't do it that maybe it doesn't matter that what am i doing this for anyway i'm just going to go back to my old ways all of these beliefs are, that's all they are. They're just beliefs. They're not real. Just because you have a belief about yourself doesn't mean that it's that it's true, that it's a fact. But if this is something that you feel, and I know I'm working on for my own self-worthiness at this point in time, I'm reading books on that, then, you know, maybe you're not even aware that you think this, or maybe it kind of is hitting a little bit of a nerve when I'm saying this, but you don't really know what to do about that. Well, maybe keeping a journal or just writing down what you're feeling can help create a little bit more awareness around these feelings. And remembering that like your worth needs to be determined by you and how you feel about yourself and not wanting to seek validation from other people because you're never going to, you're never going to feel enough. You're never going to feel worthy enough. You're never going to feel motivated enough. You're never going to feel like you can do it if you're always relying on other people to provide that that sense and that validation of self-worth. I can tell you that you're worthy over and over again, but unless you believe it, it doesn't matter. And so really digging into this idea of trying to challenge what your beliefs are, but maybe you don't have that awareness. And so starting to think about and becoming more aware of some of those feelings is the step, the first step. And not having to rely on others validate how worthy you are is something that takes a lot of practice. And I'm still exploring this. Um, but I, I think just trying to have it come from within you is going to be something that is going to help you get to the place that you really want to be. Self-worth is always going to be the thing that gets you to your goal. And you have to start believing you are worthy. And that's kind of the first step in all of this. And, you know, I think even for me, like creating awareness was a big thing. I didn't know sometimes, like I would know that I felt some beliefs, but then... Again, I always recommend talking to a licensed professional therapist because there is parts of me that can't see things or that can't bring things to light, or maybe that I'm not in a place that I'm ready to bring things to light that are some beliefs that are holding me back. And in talking to somebody that you feel like you trust and that you, that has no judgment in it is really helpful in exploring those beliefs. So if that's something that you need to explore, I certainly implore you to do that. I've had a lot more awareness of the things that I do in talking to somebody. Um, but certainly there's times when I go to therapy and I'm not you know, in the past, especially where I wasn't really ready to deal with some of these issues. And so perhaps you're in a place like that, too. So maybe reading books or listening to podcasts like this, or just podcasts that explore the more of the belief. So if you're dealing with unworthiness, reading books on that, if you're reading, if you're feeling like that, you're not enough, or that you need to create a little bit more self-compassion reading books and just kind of getting into that space a little bit more to see if that's in fact how you feel and to start learning some of that terminology, some of that wording, and to get you into a place that you can explore that more. And so that you can really get to the root of what is actually going on with you as opposed to you know, making excuses that may have nothing to do with what's actually going on. And then those excuses end up, you know, I, I think they just end up making you feel bad about yourself. And so if you're able to kind of explore what really is going on, then hopefully you can take some of that judgment that you have towards yourself and take that away because you're really digging deeper into what's going on with you. And the last excuse I want to talk, or actually we'll do two more. The last two excuses I want to talk about or. That you don't have money to do something. So really trying to figure out again, what the root is, 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 is it really that you don't have money or that you don't have money for this particular thing? I think when it comes to health, this is a big one. I don't have money to do, to go to a dietitian or see somebody to help me. I don't have money to see a therapist. I feel like they're like the two big ones that I always hear, but you really have to figure that out because is it really that you don't have money or is it that you don't want to make that a priority right now? Um, is it, you know, cause especially when it comes to your health, if that's really an issue, I, cause I feel like what happens with a lot of people is they say, oh, I don't have money, but then they have money for other things that they've deemed more important. Right. So then is it that you don't have money or is it because you don't have that as a priority right now? And you don't consider that particular thing that you don't have money for as a priority. And with health, I feel like you always pay for it some way. You always, you pay for it now or you pay for it later. And that's really up to you and kind of reminding you like, you know, that you're either going to pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later with increased insurance premiums or more surgeries or just more of a deductible, like you pay. And so what will it cost you in the long run if if your excuse really for having no money is really because I believe that there is truly times when when this is real. And so kind of trying to figure out like, what you can do that doesn't cost you anything that will still take you closer to your goal. And that can lead you to take action, because just because you don't have money, doesn't mean that you can't take action, right? So Digging into things that are free resources that will get you to where you want to go, like podcasts and talking to people that have done something um, that you want to achieve and um, and reading books and just reading articles and, you know, and kind of immersing yourself into a culture where other people that you're with, other people doing the thing that you want to do, but you're not paying anything. And then if, if you maybe can dig up different, you know, money to do it, trying to figure out like, What is it going to cost you in terms of money if you continue to not do the things that you want to do? What's it going to cost you in terms of your potential? What's it going to cost you in your life? And what is that worth to you? What is that monetary cost to you? because again there's lots of things wherever you are right now in in your financial life there are things that you can do for free that are still going to take you to that goal and so trying to figure out do you need help if you need help and you pay for it you'll probably get there faster but if you think you can do it on your own which i believe you can trying to find some free resources but any action like don't let that excuse of not having money hold you back, knowing that anything that you take, any action you take is going to get you closer. So that's kind of the deal with money is that there are free things that you can do. And if you're in that position financially, just taking one step towards something that's free, that can get you closer to your goal. And the last excuse is that maybe you're not ready. And maybe now truly isn't the time for you you know maybe you're in a place again I've had times in my life where I just can't do it and even recently like I just can't make some things a priority right so maybe that's where you are right now so what I would say to you is that I want you to set a date and a time that you can start to think about when is when are you going to be ready and you don't want to come to a place where all of a sudden it's too late or you have like a disease that's not manageable or that's irreversible. And if you don't feel like you're ready, which again, like I, I agree with that, like you don't want to be making this huge change when you don't feel like you're ready, especially if it could potentially lead you to fail and you cannot handle another failure, but maybe just pick a time and start doing something really small that can get you to your goal. Because I do believe that momentum works. So if you're in this place that you're like, okay, I'm not ready. And maybe you're not ready because you're scared or maybe there's something else going on there that just picking something really small and trying to work on that until you're in a place that you're a little bit more able to be in a mindset that you can make that change that can be a little bit more lasting. And so for you, maybe it's just that you keep listening to a podcast and you just kind of keep immersing yourself in in a place where people are feeling the same way as you, maybe that's enough for right now, because over time, that will kind of keep getting you to the place that you want to be. But I don't want you to just give it up altogether, whatever your goal is, I want you to keep thinking about it and thinking about it and trying to find ways that maybe each day, you can spend a minute or two of your day, um, immersing yourself into that health change. All right. So it's not like you can never accomplish it, that it's okay to not be ready, but trying to think of a way that you can do little things even for a minute or two a day, and then setting a time in your life, setting kind of an idea in your mind of when you can come back to this. Maybe you feel like you're a little bit more um, ready to deal with it. And so, you know, again, the idea of all this is to talk about And to kind of give you some awareness to what you're thinking and to how you can kind of get yourself into a place that you can start thinking about what you're going to do in the long term. And by the way, if you're in a place where you don't feel ready, I do have a freebie that you can download and it's called five simple things you can do today to keep yourself healthy for tomorrow. You can find it in the show notes and that may give you some ideas of doing something today. Cause some of the things are like making sure you take your calcium, making sure you get enough calcium and vitamin D. That's certainly something that you can do today. That can be a little bit more simple that you feel like you're still making health changes that you can do today that will help you for when you're ready to actually dig in a little bit more. And so I want to have some reminders for you as we end this podcast that you don't need to sacrifice your health for your family. That they need you to be at your best so that you can be the best partner, the best mom, the best sister, the best friend, aunt, pet mom, anything that you are meant to do and to be on this earth for. Your health is your responsibility that nobody can do it for you and that you can, you know, quote unquote, save other people once you, quote unquote, save yourself first, um, And the more you're able to meet your own needs, the more connected you're going to feel to yourself and the more people that you can help take care of. I think that's the really, that's the thing that I think we all know, but it feels so much harder to practice that this idea of taking care of yourself is a form of self love. And the more you love you, the more you can love others. And that the more you're connected to what you need and the more that you're connected by giving yourself what you need and that love that you deserve, the less angry you're going to feel, the less resentful you're going to feel, the less taken advantage you're going to feel. Because I think when we get mad, it's always like these people that we love so much and they want you to have a really good life too, right? And so if you're able to kind of give yourself that value and that love that you are worthy of, then I think some of those feelings that you may be having will kind of go by the wayside because you're going to feel more of like that you're able to express how you need, express some boundaries around those needs, and I think that will help make you feel empowered. Identifying the root cause of the problem so that you can finally come off the sidelines and start living your life so you can stop making excuses about what's going on and really dig in a deeper and once you dig in deeper to what the underlying belief or emotion is then you can really get to a place that you're able to really um, kind of combat those excuses and that taking time for yourself is as necessary as anything else that's important in your life. And sometimes we just need a reminder of that and that, you know, you have two choices in your life right now. You can stay where you're at and keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, but you probably won't get that health result that you want, or you can make a decision to do something different and just making that decision will get you to a place that something is different, that it's going to get you closer to the goals that you want. And so as we end this podcast, I want you to ask yourself some questions. And these are like, what would you have to give up to have the health changes or the life that you want? Would you have to give up a belief? Would you have to give up an identity such as I need to be the person that saves everybody? Would you have to give up an activity such as being online or watching TV Were staying at work to a certain time, what would you have to give up? I want you to think about that. And what activity can you commit to doing today that will make you feel good or help you live the life that you desire? You know, will it be like, I would probably, if you're in a place that you're really like, really struggling, I would probably make this as simple as possible and pick one thing and make something really small just pick one thing and then build on that behavior and then over time you'll see that that will give you some momentum that compounds and it will get you a little bit closer than you are today to achieving the goal that you want to do and so as always i recommend that if you are really having a hard time breaking any of these beliefs to see a licensed professional therapist to help you break through any of those limiting beliefs that may be harming you or keeping you from making the health changes that you desire. If you're in a place that that's not a possibility, then creating some awareness around some of the beliefs that you may be having by taking a journal out or a piece of paper right now and thinking about some of the things that you're doing, immersing yourself with other people that feel the same way, reading books, doing podcasts, whatever it is that you can do um, that can start getting you to a place that you're really starting to dig in a little bit deeper to have the health changes that you desire. So I think you I thank you all so much for listening. And if you found value in this podcast, please share with other women because I believe that as women, we are like deserving to have these health changes that you want. And I want to create this a community, a community that we normalize all of these things. So please share this episode with anyone that you think would benefit from it because that sharing helps build this community and to make this a message that other women can feel that they don't have to keep blaming themselves, that we can kind of dig in a little bit deeper of what's going on and we can in fact achieve what we desire. So I'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks so much.